If you are trying to grow your coaching business alongside a full or a part-time job or perhaps other commitments you've got that mean that you're just super busy, then this episode of the show is going to be for you. I'm going to be sharing some tips on how you can grow your coaching business in less time. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura Agar-Wilson and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping you start and grow a coaching business you love the wholehearted way. Let's get started. Hi there, welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura. I help health, life and spiritual coaches get more clients so they can generate more income and live their most aligned life. And today on the show, we're talking all about how you can grow your coaching business in less time. And this is perfect for you if you are growing your coaching business as a bit of a side hustle. So perhaps you've got a full-time or a part-time job, or maybe you've just got some caring responsibilities. You've got kids or you're caring for someone else and you just don't have a lot of time to dedicate to growing your coaching business. And this is going to be a very real and honest look at some of the things that you might need to bear in mind, but also giving you some tips that you can apply to your situation so that you can grow your coaching business in less time. Now, it can often feel like when you're in this situation that it's a bit chicken and egg, it's a bit of a vicious cycle and that to be able to change, you know, whether that's quitting the full-time or part-time job or bringing in more support for your care responsibilities that it's a bit of a chicken and egg situation because you need the business to make more money to enable you to do that but in order for you to make more money in the business you need more time so you can kind of get caught in this vicious cycle and hopefully some of the tips in this episode of the show will help you with that and I also think there's probably another episode of the show that I will do in the future that talks a bit more about planning for that transition and some of the things that you might want to think about when it comes to making that jump from one situation, perhaps where you work and part of full time, to going full time in your business. So I will make sure that I do that as an episode of the show at some point in the future soon. So before we dive into some tips, I want to just get really honest and real about some of the conversations that I had around growing a business or doing business in very little time. Because I feel like there's this thing isn't there where people talk about yeah you know yeah I'm running my business in like five hours a week and it's like really chill and you know I'm making six figures and you know I'm literally working like a tiny few hours and I think it's really important to recognize that for most people you know there's I've talked about before there's the unicorn coaches who get those outstanding kind of results and we don't necessarily know what's gone into them getting those results but I think for most people there tends to be a phase of business that requires a bit more energy and a bit more input, a hustle phase, if you like, and I hate that word, but there is a bit, certainly at the start, I think, of growing your business, there can be a period of time when, you know, you do have to put the work in. And I think we need to recognise that. And often if there's not the ability to do that, then the offshoot of that is that you might hit your milestones in your business, whether that's getting your first client, you know, hitting your first, you know, two, three, four, five K a month or be going full time in your business. Those milestones might take longer to hit if you don't have the time to really put in at the start. I think when a lot of people are talking about having a business in less time, it's often because they have reached a certain point in their business where they've got a lot of passive income that it's made making possible for that to happen and that's fine you know that 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 can happen if that's what you want in your business then that's great you know I'm all about working less in my business I work about 20 to 25 hours a week but it did take me some time to kind of get there and also just to say as well what a lot of people 
do do and do have, and I will mention this at some point, is there's that exchange. And, you know, this happens in all different areas of life where we can exchange time for money. And what that means is, is if you have the money to invest at a certain point in your business, that can accelerate things and can make things quicker and can change that time ratio that you might have. And there's different ways that you can apply that in your business. But if you think about, you know, when it comes to eating healthily, you know, you can pay more and get healthy meals delivered, but there's a cost to that or you can prep all your meals yourself. And it's a little bit like that in business as well. You know, if you have the money to invest, you can potentially accelerate that progress towards some of those milestones. So before we get into that, I just wanted to speak to that kind of conversation that often goes on out there online in people who are in business around how much time it takes. And like I say, these elements need to be considered. So try not to compare yourself, I think, to other people's situations because we never know the ins and outs. We never know how much financial investment they've made to help them accelerate their journey, their progress. So it's just really important to bear that in mind, I think. And then my first tip when it comes to building your business in less time alongside other commitments is to be really clear on your why. Now, this is kind of a slightly different tip. It's not that practical. However, it is important because what can happen is when you are building your business alongside other things, it's really easy to become disillusioned, to feel like you're not making progress and to just lose the fire that it's going to take to help you build your business. And honestly, that passion and that drive and force is what's going to get you through the first couple of years and you need to have that passion for it. I'm not saying that this has to be you, but that's what had me at the very, very start of my business, like, you know, sat on the sofa blogging after work, you know, and like putting the work in after work to make it work. But because I was passionate about it, it didn't feel like work. It felt like something I passionately wanted to do. So getting really clear on your why and making sure that that's strong enough to sustain you through that period of time where it is literally a passion project. It is something that you're working on because you're really passionate about. And having that strong you know, why it is that you want to coach, why it is that you want to help people, but also why it is that you want to run this business. Like, what does that mean for you and your life and your family and your situation? And just using that to get you through, because it can be difficult, you know, like I say, hold my hands up, it can be really difficult to juggle these things. Absolutely not impossible. And I really feel with some of these tips, it can really help you, but it can take some time. So it's about having that strong why, that strong passion that gets you showing up at the start when it can feel just that little bit more difficult. And then the next thing to consider is just to keep things simple. Now, I am the queen of the opposite of simplicity complication, maybe, I don't know, but I'm I'm not very good at, in my own business, keeping things super simple. So I'm giving you this tip and I don't necessarily practice it myself. However, it is one of those things, I think if you can keep things as simple as possible, it's going to mean that you're time that the time that you do have available is maximized in your business. So I'm talking about a really simple offer structure, a really simple marketing and sales plan, a really simple, you know, backend set up in terms of your admin and in terms of automations and things like that. You just want to keep it really simple so that the time that you're putting in is going to the right place. And I'm going to talk about that in a second as well. But you just want to keep things really, really simple. Also, by keeping things simple, you're going to avoid some of that overwhelm that can creep in at every stage of business. So keeping things super simple is going to be really, really helpful. And that just means means looking at what it is that you're doing and anything that's not necessary, stripping that out. Alongside keeping it simple, my next tip is all about avoiding shiny object syndrome. So again, it's really 
you know, very, very common to see all of these things online, see all of these business gurus talking about their particular strategy. That is the one strategy that is going to help make this thing happen and to feel pulled in different directions. And avoiding that shiny object syndrome, just staying in your own lane, having a plan, sticking to it, being consistent with it. That is the best and quickest way to make progress in your business. There's so many different things that do work in business and often they just need to be done consistently and, you know, attentively. But it can be very, very easy to see all these other things going on, all these other things that you think that you should do, but actually not thinking that through from a strategic point of view. So at the moment, there's a lot of talk about low ticket offers, which I think are amazing. You know, I've got low ticket offers in my business. I've been setting some different things up. But honestly, that could just be a total waste of your time if you were in the first kind of like year of your business. Creating a $9 offer is not going to transform your financial situation and help you go from you know where it is to run enough business full time it's just not so that's not necessarily a great use of your time and it's just about being aware of what it is that you're doing and having that strategy behind it I think that makes a lot of sense it really helps you you know stay true to where you're at and not feel pulled in all these different directions when you see all these shiny objects. And if you want more information on what those really simple strategies should be, if you're in that first phase of your business, like those first one to two years, please do check out my free masterclass, the Aligned Client Attraction and Marketing Workshop. Do check that out. That's going to give you lots of information about how you can set things up in your business in a way that's really aligned for you, because that's really important, so that you can attract clients and market your business consistently on an ongoing basis with really solid foundation foundational stuff that actually works. So do check that out. I'm going to put the link in the description and do go and check out that training. It's really, really helpful. My next tip when it comes to the marketing side of things is actually something that I picked up from Gary Vaynerchuk. Now, you know, in all honesty, that guy does not massively resonate with me. However, this is one thing that's always stuck in my head and I think it was him who said it. I might be wrong. Correct me if you've heard this quote elsewhere, but he said, document, don't create. And I think when it comes to marketing, especially if you don't have a lot of time, I think taking that approach can be really, really effective. So when he says document, don't create, what he's talking about is instead of sitting down and creating content from scratch, and this is particularly around social media, is instead to document things that you're already doing. So as you are going about your life, it's about documenting the stuff that you've already got going on. And I think that's a really good tip if you don't have a lot of time. And it's really applicable to platforms like Instagram, Instagram stories, new threads, you know, Twitter, Facebook, you know, most of those platforms, this is really applicable on. And it's really just about documenting the stuff that you're doing that is relevant to your business and also stuff that might not be relevant because that gives people a bit of an insight into who you are. So for example, instead of writing a recipe from scratch, let's say that you're a health coach and you're making dinner, then, you know, simply record what it is that you're doing and you could turn that into a reel or you could share it on Instagram stories. I think this is probably quite a commonplace thing, but it's a really good reminder that you don't have to reinvent the wheel and actually just working with what it is that you already do and just documenting your day, you know, talking about stuff behind the scenes, talking about your own practices that you have that are linked to your niche. That's a really, really great tip to save time. And then my next tip is to really define the time that you have available to work on your business. So again, it's really easy to just find that your diary gets filled up with other commitments, other things going on, and you just end up with no time to focus on your business whatsoever. And my tip is to 
basically block out some chunks of time in your calendar, in your diary, so that you know that, let's say, a Thursday night is a night that you work on your business, a Saturday morning is a time that you work on your business, and that's defined and you stick to it. So look in your calendar, see when you can do that. If you can block like, you know, one to two hours out at a time, that's really helpful. If you are struggling with that and all you've got is literally 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there, then that's fine. Another way to approach this is to look at the things on your list in terms of the things that you are doing to grow your business. And let's just take an example of writing a blog post. So you can have on your to-do list, write blog post, and that's fine. You know, write and publish a blog post, that's absolutely fine. But if you have 20 minutes, that might be just like, well, I'm, I can't do that in 20 minutes. Like that's a massive job. And it is, you're not going to be able to do that in 20 minutes. However, if you break that task down into each individual little element, into as smaller chunks as you can, so that write and publish a blog post becomes, you know, research a topic, you know, do a little bit of SEO research, then write the intro, write the main bit of the copy, write the outro and the call to action, then, you know, copy and paste that into WordPress, into into your website, hit publish, add some images, you know, if you break it down into all those tasks, then perhaps in that 20 minutes that you do have, maybe you could actually do one of those tasks. So it just means that you have little tasks that that can fit into those little chunks of time. Now, this isn't going to work for everyone. Some people will find that broken down list like way more overwhelming than the single item on the to-do list. And really, it just depends on who you are and, and how it works for your brain and your personality. And there's no right or wrong. But for some people, that can be really, really helpful. It's just to break it down into these tiny chunks so that you've got a step-by-step guide to getting it done and you can actually fit some things into these little gaps of time that you've got. Like if you're a mum and you've got a small child and you've got nap time, you know, I worked in nap times for years with both of my kids. And this, it can be really, really helpful. You can get these little itty bits of work done and you're still making progress, but it feels like you can actually achieve something in those bits of time. And then my next tip is all around doubling down on what actually works. Now, when you don't have a lot of time to grow your coaching business and when you're doing it alongside other things, you don't necessarily have the luxury of spending lots of time experimenting and trying all these things out. This kind of goes back to what I was talking about, keeping it simple and also the avoiding the shiny object syndrome. And now I'm the massive fan of like experimentation and play and business. I really am. And honestly, if that's you and if that's the only way that you can work, because I think for me, I would really struggle any other way, then that's absolutely fine. And you know, you've got to do at the end of the day, I should just say for all of these tips, like whatever you need to do, to get stuff done, like do that. However, I do think what can be really useful here, if you are really wanting to see progress towards those milestones that you might have, is to really figure out like what out of what it is that you're doing is actually working. Because, you know, you can be doing all the different things, you can be throwing all the spaghetti against the wall, but if you're not measuring what's actually having an impact, then you can just be continuing to do stuff that isn't actually going to get you any results. So I think this is where having a regular practice of reviewing your business every quarter, like every 12 weeks, you know, I've been talking recently how I've been working in these kind of mini seasons, but but to be fair, one place where these kind of 12 week 
sections of time work really well is to assess how well something is working in terms of a strategy that you might be using. Now, sometimes things take even longer than 12 weeks, but what often happens is that we do something for a little bit, a bit half-arsed, let's be honest. We try something out, a bit half-arsed, nothing happens, we give up on it, we think, well, that's not working. And the problem is often is that we haven't been consistent enough and we haven't done it for long enough to actually see whether or not something is working or not. And I think we have to honestly give strategies, you know, a good 12 weeks to 24 weeks, like, you know, three to six months of really giving it our all and being consistent. And when I say giving it your all, you know, do it as much as you can in the time that you have, you know, there's no perfectionism here before deciding if something is or isn't working. But you need to decide, like, what are the markers that you're going to use, like what are the metrics, if you like, the actual figures, and those can be numbers or there can be soft metrics of like how you feel, how much you enjoy things, but to measure what is working and what isn't working. And then you can identify what you need to double down on to actually get results. And I think this is really, really key. And often, you know, when you're in that initial part of your business, like the results are small and they're just small things that you need to measure, but actually that's the indicator of where to really double down. So if you know that networking and having conversations, and I mean, spoiler alert, I cover this in the Aligned Client and Marketing Attraction Workshop, you want to be having at the start of your business, if this is you in your first one or two years, to get clients you want to be doing something that I call fast and cozy marketing, which I cover all in that training. You want to be having those conversations. So let's just say, for example, you notice that when you network, that tends to generate more interest in your business and you get more discovery calls, for example, than something like Instagram, which is just maybe, you know, hypothetically, shall we say, is doing nothing for your business. And then you can start to measure those results. And actually, if you notice that networking is the thing that is helping you get clients and get discovery calls, then you can do more networking. So it really is just about identifying what's working and what isn't. And I think another offshoot of this actually has been really clear on what those milestones that you want to achieve are, because let's say that your ultimate aim is to be able to go full-time in your business. And when I say full-time, I don't mean working 37 hours a week or 40 hours a week in your business. I mean, that's your sole source of income kind of thing like what are the milestones that you need to work towards to make that happen and therefore when you're measuring the things that you're doing the strategies that you're implementing what do they need to be given you and like I say you know if you're in the position where you're working two to three hours you know five hours a week on your business you know you have to be realistic about how much you can achieve or how quickly you can achieve those milestones because in all honesty you might be looking you know six months to a year longer at that pace. And this is why it's so important to double down on what you see is moving the needle because, you know, you haven't got a lot of time. You need to be laser focused. And like I say, it's, it's a hard truth, but it's, I I could sit here and bullshit everyone and say, yes, you can, you know, experiment with things and do lovely fun things, but you're probably not going to hit those milestones for ages. And so you need to have that focus. You need to be a bit more laser focused if you only have like five hours a week or something to focus on your business. And like I say, you know, I struggle with looking at things in business so analytically, like it just doesn't drive with my brain. But it is, you know, it is one of those things. And I think people who are probably a lot more successful than me do do that well. And it's certainly like for me, it's one of those areas that it's not one of my strengths. But if it's one of yours, then it's a really good one to focus on. And, you know, and they say that we get 80% of our results from 20% of our effort. And it's about identifying what that 20% is and then going in there hard. So that's the tip, double down on what is actually working. And then next, I want to talk a bit about mindset because I think this is such an important one if you're wanting to get results in less time. A lot of people, when they're starting out in their coaching business, the kind of don't see their coaching business as 
a real business. They might not even call it a business. They might not even be thinking of themselves as a coach because it's not what's paying the bills. It's, you know, it's this kind of side hustle. It's this passion project. And like I say, I don't think there's anything wrong with using those terms. However, when we have the mindset that this is not a real thing, that this is, you know, just a little thing that I'm playing around with. And sometimes we do that to protect ourselves, just to say, I think this is really important. Sometimes we do that because we're scared if we fail and we don't want to hype it up to be something big because we're scared that we might fail. But what that does when we don't take it seriously in our in our mind and our mindset is that we don't actually get the results because we're not putting 100% of the effort in because we're, we're kind of subconsciously holding back out of that fear of failure. And this is a really, really important thing to recognise. And I think the best way that I can think about viewing it and the best way that I would approach this is, you know, this is your business. And as soon as it feels good to do so, and again, you know, mindset work is deep and there could be all sorts of other things come up for you around this. So, you know, obviously consider that as well, consider your own well-being in this. But, you know, as soon as you can treat your coaching business as a business, you are a coach. This is your business this is what you do now, this is your thing. And as soon as you can get into the mindset and the energetic space of this is who I am, this is what I do, this is my thing. Yes, I might have this other job, but this is not who I am anymore. And I mean, this is like some massive stuff. This is not who I am anymore. This is who I am. This is where I'm going. And calling yourself a coach and really getting into that space, then that is quite magnetic. You know, to get into a bit of the mindset slash manifestation side of things, I really think that's quite magnetic when you can switch into that mindset of this is who I am now. This is my business. You know, this is working. And it's a bit like, I heard a really, really good tip and it was almost like, let's say that you want to have an email list of 3,000 people, but right now you've got 30 people on your list and let's say you email them, you know, when you remember, you kind of like not bothered, it's 30 people, you're not really giving it much attention. But what would happen if you actually started treating those 30 people like they were 3,000? What do you think would actually happen? Like if you were emailing them every week and showing up for them, every week as if they were 3,000 people, how do you think your business might transform? Now, it's a really sticky one to get into because if you just don't physically have the time, it's, you know, you're not going to be able to instantly jump into treating your business as if it's a 50, 60k a year business. However, like what little ways can you do that? How can you start to take baby steps into treating your business in that way? So for me, like if my goal at the moment is to hit like 80k a year, like what would be different? How would I be showing up differently and actually just showing up that way now? I think people call it quantum leaping, I think, in manifestation speak. But how can you actually start and even in just the smallest of ways, behave and treat things in your business as if you are already in that place where you want to be? Now, like I say, you're not going to have the time necessarily to do all of that, but perhaps it is about emailing your list, even if it's like, you know, or your mom and your best mate and that's it how can you start treating that list like it already has 3000 people on how can you start showing up on social media like you have 10000 followers now again like i say you might not have the time but if you can just invite a bit of that energy in i really think that can be quite magical and transformational and this is the biggest thing because so many people start coaching businesses and fail and they don't get the full way and you know i've just 
being honest about it, hands up, you know, that's that's the reality of it. But I honestly think that people who do hang around and who do grow successful coaching businesses have this mentality, have this mindset where it's like, this is what I do now. Now, if that's not you, don't feel scared like you're destined to fail because it does take time to build that up. There's, you know, no right or wrong here. So don't feel terrible if that's not how you feel right now. But that's somewhere to work towards. That's something to work on and it's something to think about. And that's a tip that you can take away and start to consider how you can implement that in your business. But that is such a big thing. I think when it comes to growing a business in less time, still treating it like your main thing, like your main source of income and giving it that passion and that attention in even the smallest ways, even in those little five hours that you've got, even in those two hours, those 20 minutes, doing that as best you can. So I'd really love to know if that has been helpful for you. Please do leave me a review. And like I said, do check out that training. The Align Client Attraction Workshop is really cool. We cover like a lot of the foundational stuff that you need to be doing. And honestly, you can take it to whatever level you want to take it, but you can do a lot of that stuff in not loads and loads of hours a week um, because we've got that really straightforward strategy for you that is really simple to actually implement so do check out that training and I will see you next week guys take care bye